Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including Steve singing over this song. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I've changed. I'm different now. Are you? Yeah. What changed you? Oh, sure. That'll change you. I flew coach. Well, that's what you get for bringing kids with you. Sorry, dude. It's all good, Donna. It's all right. How are the kids on the plane? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Just give them an iPad or something and just... Yeah, exactly. And Delta, which has the uh, entertainment and the headrest most of the time. Yeah. That's good, too. So that and, yeah, like an iPad kind of a situation is good. The three-year-old is more trouble. Squirmy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's her problem? What's she want? Uh, So his name is Dev. And, uh, oh, I thought you were talking about Lila. No, no. Okay, she's seven. I was talking about this exact trip, uh, this particular trip. No, yeah. Okay. You know, you didn't bring Dev. No, I didn't bring Dev. Okay. What's Dev short for? It is just Dev. That's a question that we've had about a thousand Are times. Are people like, is his real name like devilish? So, no, Donna, that is not what people ask. They'll usually <laughs> say Devin. Not devilish. <laughs> you under you hear it, right? You hear that you're broken as a person. Well, I just, you know. It's uh, like Dev Patel. Like, yes, like yes. Dev Patel. Dev, an Indian name. My wife, uh, her father, Tushar Kandabai Desai, came over from India. Ever bleeping heard of it? Mm, bye. I think so. And uh, yeah, so it is an Indian name, but it is not short for Devin. It is not short for Devlin. It's just Dev. And a, th- a lot of people think it's, you know, Deb. Deb oh, or Debbie. that's a problem. We're just going to fight through it, Donna. We just feel like this is our opportunity to realize that like. He's going to have to be like, my name is Dev. <laughs> <laughs> well, his mother is already Lauren. So I, I'm not fine. even going to. You know, what? I watched a movie. A couple weekends ago, called Laura, and I did notice some people in the movie, which takes place in New York. Yeah, a lot of people were saying Laura, 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 Lauren, not Lauren, because Lauren would be L O R E N. Like, don't rest on your laurels, not laurels. Yanny, Laurel. <laughs> Laurel. Yanny. Greenino. Okay, anyway. All right. I don't know what you guys want from me. So yeah, I'm different now. Whatever. Okay, great. Uh, I have a list here of Disney's 10 biggest animated box office flops. Besides Strange World, I guess this is what's kicking it off. Yeah, it didn't do well at the box office last week. Yeah, it had a budget of around... What? $180 million. Whoa. And thus Whoa. far, and yes, I said thus, 
It's only made $42 million worldwide. I'm sorry, but it's thus. That is, you said thus, like how you try to correct me with think or thank you, but it's thus, not thus. You said thus, Donna. You know, I got to be right on that. It cannot be thus. Mike, can you please pull up where you pronounce come come again? Thus. 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 Yes. Thus. 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 Thus? Anyway, here are some other movies that didn't do so well. Treasure Planet. Do you remember that? No, never heard of it. 2002. Budget 140 mil. Grossed 109.5. That's not a big giant loss. $31.5 million. I guess. It must be nice that that doesn't register as a giant loss. Well, a giant loss is what we were just looking at. A $180 million budget for Strange World. Worldwide, it's made 42. Yeah, that is that is That's a big, big. one. Yeah. Uh, the Black Cauldron. Do you remember that? 1985? No, I was two. Okay, forget it. Uh, the Rescuers Down Under. Now, this is surprising to me. I feel like this took on a little more of a cult following. Budget was 37.9. It grossed 27.9. Those aren't so bad. Literally every time our choir teacher was out, we would watch uh, Rescuers Down Under. Really? Every single time. So what is that movie? I don't even know what it is. Is it like Chip Chip and Dale? That's the follow-up to the... Yeah, there's a little... I don't know. What's his his name? Flannel or something? I can't. Fangle? There was the Rescuers, and then there was the Rescuers Down Under. Fifle? Are the rescuers Fifle like? Goes west. Are they rangers or something? Are they forest rangers? No, no. Why am I? Mice. S- yeah. Oh, they're mice. They're mice. Okay. Yeah, I think. Interesting. I don't know. For watching as much as I did, you think I'd remember it? Um, yeah, it was from an early childhood time. Uh, yeah, like if you play the, tr- you know, don't play the trailer. But I mean, mm-hmm. if you watch the trailer, you'll remember some of these fun visuals of mice. Mice are walking around everywhere. There seem to be Pinocchio, Fantasia, Sleeping Beauty, Alice in Wonderland. These are all flops for Disney. The Sword in the Stone. Do you remember that? No. That's because it Never was 1963. Yeah. Bambi. I don't think I've ever seen Bambi but once. I. That's surprising because of how much you're into death. <laughs> And Bambi's mom gets shot very early. Hey, spoiler right? alert. <laughs> Dang. And Fantasia 2000. The budget was 85 million. It grossed It grossed 90 million. So it made 5 mil. At least it was what do you call it? Above the line or Sure, in the black. In the black. In the green. In the green, in the anyway. black, in the red. It's in the red or the black. So it was in the black. The black. By 5 million. Right? Yes. I don't know. Guys. I don't know, Listen, Steve. You guys, the listeners, need to call in or send emails these next few weeks with story ideas. I want to ask you a question. Sure. Do your kids understand what you do for a living? I think so. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I don't, you know, I don't know if my daughter, the seven-year-old, is clicks with it too much okay. or not. Just checking. I think a little more than John Krasinski's kids do, though. Why is that? Because they actually thought that he worked in an office. 
Oh, because of the office. There was a, they were walking with him, and he was telling the story, I think it was on Colbert, that <laughs> John Krasinski's walking with his two kids. Somebody walks by, and they say, hey, John, from the office. And he's like, yeah. Mm. He just kept walking. And then his daughter said, do, do you know him? And he said, no, no. And then I guess there was a pause, and they said, why are you lying? Because... He just said, hey, John, from right. the office. So they don't understand fame. They, no, more specifically, though, what makes that trickier is they think at that point they thought they meant from the office, like the place where you just work, where anybody works. Where you go to you work. work at an office. Hey, you're John from the office. Sure. And you're Steve he, from the office. That's exactly right. Okay. But he's, you know what I'm saying, with the office show, it got very confusing. They ended up showing them a couple of episodes of the office to help explain to them. But they were just like, who Cute. is this? Who is this schlub? I bet they could do a whole, Mary Poppins? a whole podcast on, you know, kids and understanding what your parents do. That would be really cute. That yeah, would be. If only we had the time. Uh, uh, let's give away a pair of tickets to see the wild take on the Oilers on Monday, December 12th, a week from today. Uh, caller three. Love it. 651-641-1071. Give us a call. Mike will get your info. And when we come back, we're going to have a couple of studies. I want to see if you do this, Steve. Hmm? 40% of people do not do this on planes. Oh. And you should. You think you know what it is? We'll get to that and more coming up next on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun. Uh, did we get a winner, Mike? We did. Jeannie from Stillwater is heading to the wild. Yes, wow, Jeannie, nice. Congratulations. Jeannie. Woo. We're going to have a pair of tickets to give away tomorrow, too. So make sure you're listening. We'll just tell you exactly when to call in and win. That's fun. Going to a hockey game. Oh, super fun. Wild games are so fun. And she it's- was pumped. Oh, oh, she was. was very happy. Yes. Did she curse? No, but she screamed loudly. Nice. nice. Did we you tell approve. her that we were putting our flesh mitts together for her? I did. Yep. yep. <laughs> Should that be the name of our new band? Flesh mitts? Yeah. Maybe. I was actually I practicing like all weekend, so I got <laughs> it down. I don't really? like it. I don't like the... It just doesn't have a good thing. It's like... It's just... It's, Sounds weird. We, we need put something our like flesh mitts together. Yeah, that's too much. Mike it's too long. It. We just need. Okay, that's we, it. Let's, we put our, our flesh, flesh mitts together. together. No, but then you got to take a beat. Then, so it's got to be. If you're gonna do that, it's got to be. We put our flesh mitts together. Donna, just look at me. If we're gonna try to, do, I, I don't. I said take it. a beat, and then like you did it faster. We put our flesh mitts together. And then what? You said take a beat. No, the beat was before we clapped. And then what? If you want more, how about how it started? Studies have shown Ah. that that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Me go first. My study has to do with... Something on a plane that you're supposed to do, like put your seat in an upright position, Patterson. 
like fastening your seatbelt. You're going to do it, aren't you? I'm not going to do it. You're going to do no, it. No, I'm a professional. Why would I do that? Do you see, do you see what he's about to do? I, I notice, yes. Yeah. We've already gotten email complaints about other things that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm authentic. I'm me. And if you don't want me, I'll leave. <laughs> we just want a little less you. That's all. <laughs> this is what I've heard my whole life. Oh, man. Right. Okay, here it is. Flight crews always ask passengers to put their cell phones in airplane mode. Yeah. But according to a survey, 40% of flyers say they don't do it. I certainly don't do it when they tell me to. Wow. I wait a little bit, you know, until we're in the sky. Like, I'll, I'll do it before we, like, lift off, generally. But if I forget, I forgot, and my daughter just forgot the other day. She was like, oh, my gosh, it was, I never put it in airplane mode. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Ship off the old block, huh? I know, but I'll put it on. I don't, like, I don't leave it on during. Okay. I'm not that, you know, antagonistic toward the rule, rules. FAA regulations prohibit the use of certain portable electronic devices on aircraft unless... The operator determines they won't interfere with navigation or communication systems. So, obviously, it's long been believed that cell phones might interfere with the cockpit, especially during takeoff. Duroff. Uh And landing. You said Duroff. <laughs> I knew you were going to like say Like a German. Are Duroff. you listening to me? Kind of. So, you need to shut it off before takeoff. Okay. And landing. Right. And also, it's sucking up so much of your battery. Anyway, so for now, the FAA prefers to err on the side of caution, continue requiring that you put your phone in airplane mode, even though broad studies, there are no broad studies that say that there is any instance of a passenger cell phone interfering with the flight. I thank you. Good night. Yeah, I don't know. Seems like the kind of thing that maybe in 15 years we'll be like, do you remember we used to put it in airplane mode? I don't know. I don't know how stuff works. I'm always curious. I like to fire it up a little bit sometimes on landing to see when does it pick up a signal? How high in the sky does it pick up a signal? Hmm. I bet you're just Judy Rule. You don't even Ah. recline your seat. You don't know me. Yeah, I do. I do like to follow the rules. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's, that's... Apparent. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> got it. I do. I do. I'm, I'm not a rules Nazi. Probably shouldn't be using that word. Um, I'm not I, like I'm not crazy about the rules, but I'd like to generally follow the guidelines. Thanks. Yeah, but you got to recline your seat. If you need to recline, recline. I didn't even recline on either of these trips, but if I felt like I needed to recline, you're free to recline. That's what I'll do when I run for All president right, that's someday. Fine. I'll be. It'll be a. It'll be a recline your seat platform. Guys, we got some strong opinions about flesh mitts. Okay. 
Stephanie. <clears throat> Stop with the flesh mitts. <laughs> Did she add anything else? Nope. Carrie, you need to put your flesh mitts together longer than just two. Otherwise, you sound like clap on, clap clap off, and you don't want to mess with the lights of your listening audience. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Steve let out a huge yell slash scream after the flesh mitts frenzy conversation and just saying, I feel you, dude. Today has already been a day. I feel it, Steve. I feel it. P.S. I love love y'all and listening to the show totally adds happiness and laughter to my day. But they hear me. They see me and they hear me. See, now that that second, that Carrie Fleshman, that is not a naysayer. She's not hating on it. She's helping to correct us in the same way that we're not allowed to say Alexa anymore because everybody gets all upset that it orders stuff. We're chained. We're shackled. Oh. What? Land of the free. Did you have a study? Yeah. You know the number one thing people lie about on dating websites is usually their hair. And how they lie is somewhat indirectly, but by putting up a misleading photo mm-hmm. of their hair. And then you get there, you meet the person, and... You're like, who are you? Yeah, my goodness. Uh, I'll tell you what I notice a lot. See, like Mike here... He wears it loud and proud, right? Yeah, but my profile, actually, I've got an afro, so. <laughs> if you don't know, Mike is totally, Mike is uh, like razor blade bald Correct, on top, yes. right? You shave the yep, whole shave thing. It, yeah. But you've got, there's a Bob Ross picture exactly, on his yeah, That's the that one. so funny. No, here's what I notice. And I don't care if someone's bald or not or balding. If you have a baseball cap on in every single picture, I'm going to just assume that you're losing your hair and there's no shame in the game baby thanks when we come back i found a scotty mccreary song country guy that i think you need to hear okay i'll let you listen next friends hey what's up it's your buddy boy it's stevie boy for chanhassen theater donna please could you please uh there's so much going on right now at chanhassen dinner theaters during the holidays friends you really need to get on it. I'm telling you so many great things. Let me run through them. You should have a notepad out right now. Um, I love this place. So much going on there. Look for something fun, festive to do. They've got it. Convenience matters. And a chance. it's a one-stop entertainment. Simplifies everything. Great dinner. Your choice of lots of entertainment and free parking. On the main stage, Footloose right now in its final weeks. See it before it closes. Uh, also, concerts just about every single night through December is a lineup of holiday shows to light up your spirit. Ginger Commodore in Christmas with a whole lot of soul. Cat Perkins North Country Christmas and the return of the Celtic Holiday Hooli. Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret is the best of comedy improv every Friday and Saturday. Tickets, just 28 bucks. And Janassen Dinner Theater's gift cards make perfect holiday gifts. Coming next year, two Broadway hits, The Prom and Jersey Boys, ChanassonDT.com. What a journey, am I right? You said it, Big Mama. I don't like no, that. I was trying it. No, That's, Mama is fine. I didn't know. It's, I don't want big in front of anything you say after that about me. I don't want Big D. I don't want Big I, Mama. I go by Big Nasty. A lot I of people don't call like me that. that. Nobody has ever called you that. I have. Come on. I, you could call me Little D or Little Mama. Okay. Big Mama sounds like you're in charge, though. I'm speaking, this is an authoritative because of the gravitas that you have professionally as an institution. 
in this market. Okay. Um, like, I don't like when there's like Big Judy, Little Judy, or Big Judy and Baby Judy. We had Big Jane and Little Jane in my house growing up. I don't like that. I don't want to be Big Ange or <laughs> for, from Mob Wives. Yeah, I guess we have uh, like we have Lila Lou and then Lou. And um, and I think Lila was asking me a couple weeks ago, can I just go by Lou? Oh, and cute. that would turn into a big Lou, little Lou situation. And yeah. Lou probably doesn't want me coming at her, calling her big Lou. Well, I guess thank get you. It. So you get it. I get it. Sometimes I just have to verbally process things, guys. Thanks for doing it on the air. Yeah, excuse me for being human. Okay. So you've been gone. No, ha- wait. What? I want. We got to get McCreary first. We teased right, it. If McCreary we get into this first, thing, all right. Don't well, rush McCreary. All right. I just want to talk about some news you missed when you're done. Okay. I, I love wish. Scotty. He's great. Scotty McCreary came on American Idol. I don't know, a decade ago, and he did that. Maybe loud those Jordan loud down who the Josh and Turner was song. Like, wow, his voice goes so deep, and he ended up winning. But it seemed he was, seemed vocally limited at the time that he yeah. won. Although. It was in- interesting. Clearly, he has taken a lot of vocal lessons since then. Oh, you think? I really do think so. Hmm. When we were at the Stardust Diner in Manhattan over the weekend, this is a diner. You ever been to that restaurant? Sorry. It's been a long time. City yes. drop. So I have. I, I went when I was 12. We took the kids. We waited over an hour in line outside. And uh, it was where they have the singing servers. So all of the waiters and waitresses, they all sing for you. Ad nauseum. I mean, it just keeps going. It's like a jukebox. I thought when I was a kid it happened about once every 10 minutes. Wrong. It is like, all right, way to go. That was Jane. Jane, way to go. Next up, we've got Lisa and then Patty and Steve. You're oh, on God. deck. Oh, God. It's like karaoke. But they're unbelievable. In 2019, they lost eight. This is pre-pandemic. They lost 18 of their servers. Oh, wow. No, Donna. 18. To Broadway shows. Oh, that's great. Oh, Isn't okay. that fun? Oh, I like the rest of the story. So they said, yeah. We and have now these... you know the rest of the story. Thank you. Sometimes I feel like you really help my stories. <laughs> Other times. Okay, yeah. So they were saying, hey, let's take up, uh, pass the hat around and donate money to acting classes, voice classes, dance classes. And so I was listening to these unbelievably talented people who were singing while actively pouring coffee. Oh, wow. Actively. I mean, it was unbelievable. I said, that, she's pouring coffee, that lady. And she's like, ha! <laughs> and she's pouring coffee. And then I thought, wow, even they continue to work on their craft. Something you and I gave up a while back. Oh, for sure. But they do that, and they continually get lessons. And they said this money raised gets split evenly among everybody who's working, and it cannot be paid. It cannot go toward rent. It cannot go toward paying off bills, credit wow. cards. It's only toward Vocal classes, acting classes, dance classes. Got it. That's cool. And then they book these big Broadway gigs. Likewise, that made me, when I heard Scotty McCreary sing Elvis's version of Santa Claus is back in town, I thought, this guy has gotten some vocal lessons over the last decade. And boy, I think he sounds great. Here he is. This is from his CMT Campfire Sessions. Tell me what you think of this. Got no sleigh with reindeer. Mm. No sack on my back. You gon' see me coming in a big black Cadillac. Whoa, it's Christmas time, pretty baby, yeah. It's good. And the snow is falling down. So good. A long way from people out those doors. Well, you'll be a real good little girl now. Mm-hmm. Santa 
back in town. Pretty cool, oh, huh? Yeah, that's great. He's got a good vibe. Yes, He absolutely. says he uh, really likes Christmas music, sings it all year round Aww. on the tour bus and everything. So anyway, I just want to hear that. Scotty McCreary. Thanks, Steve. Shout out to him. All right, now this. Uh, so the Amy Robach and TJ Holmes situation, third hour, Good Morning America. She's also done stuff on, you know, for 2020. Yeah. Um, people talked about their chemistry. Then we come to find out they were actually, uh, hooking up romantically. There were some pictures from the paparazzi and everyone wondered what's going to happen to them. Well, the day or the morning the story broke, they still went on the air. Business as usual. Next day, Friday, still on the air. And mm. there was a statement that went out from ABC saying they didn't, you know, they're both consenting adults. It, there wasn't a situation where one has more power. They're equal okay. partners. They're, right. you know, nobody's the boss of anybody. So there's no... You know, there's not that discrepancy in the relationship. Sure. And so that was what we heard as of Friday. Now, today, it's looking like they were pulled off the air. ABC News President Kim Godwin, according to TMZ, made the announcement uh, during an editorial call Monday morning, calling the situation a, quote, internal and external distraction. Kim also said the decision wasn't easy and not a violation of company policy. She added, quote, and so... I want to say that while that relationship is not a violation of company policy, I've really taken the last few days to think about and work through what I think is best for the ABC News organization. Mm. She continued, this is something I'm not going to talk, we're not going to talk about on this call until there is more to be said. I'm asking that we stop the whispering in the hallways. You know, we can't operate with gossip and speculation and rumors. We need to stay focused on the work. Adding... If you think there's something that management needs to know, you can always call HR or, as we've said, <laughs> talk to a manager that you trust. If you think there's something that we need to know. Um, so, yeah. I read an article yesterday that talked about Robin Roberts years ago had approached them and said, hey, these rumors are out there. If they're true, stop it. And... So TJ Holmes then went to his higher ups and said, you know, I don't like that this rumor's out there. It's not true. We're good friends, blah, blah, blah. Then the timeline seems to be curious because she's getting divorced from her husband, Andrew Shue. And they both said that they were separated, but the timelines don't add up without getting into details. It looked like the affair started earlier than they're saying. That's what the suggestions are that it started. Like May? Yeah, right. Yeah. And then isn't T.J. Holmes also in the process of getting He divorced? separated, but both of them okay. in their marriages have... Uh, she and her husband have been like going through mediation. And then he and his wife were, I guess, going to marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just a big mess. So what do you think of ABC News's decision, at least temporarily taking them off the air? I think it's air? smart. At first I was like, yeah, I'm all for them still working together. They didn't do anything. What I saw as, it's none of your business. But then you think about it, and Matt Belanger was here, and being a news person himself, he's like, but there are... 
expectations and you are uh, put to a higher Kind of like a moral clause. A morality clause. Yeah, yes, that's right. what he said. It's like, you know, you can you can go home and do whatever, but if you're at a at a bar and you're making a scene and you're drunk and you're getting into a fight with somebody, that looks bad right. too. Yeah. So I don't know. I I I guess it all depends on what's in their contract. Yeah, there's probably a, a legal side to all of that. And then look, I don't watch GMA three. Because we're on the air, right? Right. I think so. I think. And if we're not, we're working. That's right. Yeah. We're yeah. very busy. We cannot Very busy. We're swamped. But um, if it's a lighter show where it's more of like a host chat driven show, mm-hmm. less news heavy, which I assume it is, then another thing that matters is how the audience connects to those two people. Right. And their chemistry. And so even if they have good on air chemistry, um, even if they have good off air chemistry, if the, I wonder if ABC News is concerned about Judy in Iowa mm-hmm. feeling like, wait a minute, did they both cheat on their spouses right. and then with each other? It's and not I a don't good feel look. it. It doesn't feel like a cozy connection anymore of them to the, the right. Judy at home in Iowa watching TJ and Amy. Now it might feel like, oh no, but I'm just thinking about what they did and you know. right, and and the focus changes yeah, because. Right. Now all this stuff is bubbling up in the the rumor mill that she this is this is a pattern for her because she had done this before with her last husband and then there's also people saying that he was having affairs with other people in the office there was a producer mm-hmm. um he he had the key to her apartment there's all this you know salacious stuff and that is distracting right I don't and know. And I wonder Steve. if that's a different sort of a power hierarchy thing. Right. You know, if he uh, was a reporter at the time, she was a producer. Makes you wonder. I mean, I don't know who's got the power in that situation. The producer? Depends on what kind of producer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Executive producer? Exactly. Um, or a segment producer or what? Exactly. Okay, I yeah. get it. But yeah, anyway, it's just they're a crazy story. Not on the air today. And according to TMZ, they say that um, TJ and uh, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach did not learn about the decision um, until this morning. Oh, wow. So it well, wasn't like suck. a weekend note went out. That, so, anyway. yeah. That would really suck to. You know, drive from Connecticut. Also, some very public like <laughs> flirting too, right? I mean, like they're in a Times Square bar. Oh yeah, I was oh, just Steve, in Times Square, guys. Of them. They're like, I know, holding hands in a in a car. There, yes. you might think you have privacy. You were probably right by that bar where they yeah. were, because that's right by Times Square. I'm walking here, Steve. I did it off You've the mind. I knew you hardened me. And I'm finally going to start talking how I do talk. Because I've always been hiding this part of me. When we come back, it's the final stretch of the program. Oh, hey, did you hear? Oh, mm, Sesame Street lost somebody. We'll uh, we'll tell you about that story. Sorry. Just, it's a big story. I know part, it is. This guy's been part of a lot of people's children. I know he childhood, has. Childhood. Uh, and we're going to find out what the soup is downstairs today when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Final 
Christmas stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Are Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. That's Steve Patterson making all the noise. This the whole ruckus. time we could have been making beats on our microphone and I never knew that. Oh no. Kill the music for a second. No. Fine. That's fun. That's satisfying. You know what? Hang on, listen. There are some ASMR creeps out there that are probably really <laughs> going nuts over this. <sighs> this is what these people do. I'm sorry, when I say these people. <laughs> what does that mean? Like what what is that <laughs> noise thing? ASMR is and I you know what I actually think that <sighs> there are people who will go on to TikTok or if you spell backwards cockkit and they will <laughs> just talk into a, a microphone. Some people will say, I we're just gonna read a little bit now and and then they're doing things. No kidding, Donna, like this. Why? Snapping on other sides. But who started this? A creep? Nonsense. I don't know. Donna. But people say that it can be very relaxing and some people will listen to it in their headphones and will get like goosebumps. Like there's a physical response to it. But it's people doing like weird and they're doing legit. They're like, I am using a new microphone today and just and they're snapping on others. It's very, very weird. Bob from Sesame Street died. Guys, he's a true OG. He died yesterday at his home in New Jersey. He was 90. I can't believe he was 90. No word on the cause of death, but he became a cast member from day one, November 10th, 1969. And he stayed with the show through 2016. Wow. He started singing at the age of five, sang in the Seventh Army Symphony Orchestra for two years when he was in the service. And then he was also popular in Japan, where he released it, like albums of folk songs and ballads in Japanese. Really? He was also part of an NBC show called Sing Along with Mitch from 1960 to 64. He did a stint singing uh, Gregorian chants at funerals. Really? Mm-hmm. That used to be one of my channels on Pandora, Gregorian Chants. Oh, interesting. I wonder if he's on one of them. But here he is doing one of our favorite songs. You know, I feel like meeting somebody around the neighborhood today. How about it? Oh, oh, who are the people in your neighborhood? In your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. Say, who are the people in your neighborhood? They're the people that you meet when you're walking down the street. They're the people that you meet each day. Oh, Bob McGrath is his name. Uh, He played Bob Johnson, and his final appearance came in 2017. And he was an original cast member. Yeah, from day one, November 10th of 19, did I say 64? Nope. No. Nope. Nope. I can't remember what day, what, when I said from day one. Oh, 69. 69. They were on in 69? Yep. Real. That was when it was a small little operation. Well, I remember watching as a kid. So I was probably four years old watching Sesame Street. Yeah. And it started small, little public access in yep. New York, and then it just grew and grew. There was the, uh, what was the interesting story? 
docu docu series oh, couple. Oh, not the Big year. Bird one. No, was it the, the one about Big Bird? Bird? No, it was something about. I think it was on HBO Max, and it was all about Sesame Street. But anyway, he probably watched it through all of those iterations, and he probably connected with so many kids and so many kids who grew up. You, I mean, if you Google him, you will know his face immediately. And uh, you know, and I even watched earlier today when Mister Hooper died. There was an episode where cast members were out there and they were talking with Big Bird about grieving and, and you know, Bob was there crying during the episode mm. saying, but we can remember the time that we had with him and all the love that we got to share with him and all that. So oh, that was floating around today. The, uh, the HBO documentary you're thinking of is Street Gang, how we got to Sesame Street. Does that ring that a bell? That sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Let's call Brian. You he works in the cafeteria. He scared me this morning. He did. He pulled a Steve Patterson and I screamed and then I opened the door and there's people sitting in our waiting area. Oh, in our... just getting into the building. He scared you. Yeah, I saw he was coming out. I was coming too. in and he was just like, Bleh! yeah, he was wow. outside of the building a lot today. I wonder what he's up to. Huh? Some turkeys wandering around out there. Oh, he's like, let's what update the menu. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. we're going to call. Oh, wait, hold wait on. Make it official. Yeah, for soup after. Yeah. I know they got a good uh, entree today. I got a question for him about that. Oh, totes, my goat. Yeah, it sounds like. Okay, sounds yeah, like a, I said it. A nice yeah, entree. Brian. Hey, B Dog. What's up, playa? What's going on? Uh, a couple questions. First and foremost, what's the soup? Uh, we got uh, potato gratin. Oh, no, I oh, like it. Uh, sounds nice. What does au gratin mean, anyway? I like it when things are au gratin, potatoes in particular, but I just don't know what it means. Cheese. I think it's just cheese, but Whatever. All right. <laughs> I have another question for you, Brian. Yeah. Uh, I like the sound of today's entree. Chicken blue bistro salad. You got it. What the bleep is that all about? You got a basil vinaigrette. We got chicken, blue cheese, yes. craisins. Yes, king. Yep, um, cherry tomatoes. Oh, man. Blue yes! cheese on anything. You know what I'm saying? Makes everything yep. better. All right. All right. I'll come down soon. I'll be the one with the tall hair. Yeah, we know. All right. <laughs> Bye now. Bye. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That sounds fabulous. Sweet. Bro. Now, Mike, have you, have you eaten in our cafe? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a revelation. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's a revelation. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first time I went down there, I'm just like, wow, this is just. Perfect. It's you don't think it's going to be good, but just because you're yeah. eating at work and mm -hmm. you just presume it's not going to be good, and then it is. And I'll tell you what, looking ahead for any visitors to the building, this Thursday they're doing chicken tenders, but they recently changed their chicken tenders. So the, these ones have new breading, and they look wow. good. Okay. And now that I've entered my thickening season, I am thinking of getting those tendies. Tendies. I do all beef patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, bagels, I just thought of sesame seed bun. Here's a second Big Mac oh song. Or an Egg McMuffin song. Here it goes. It's more in the middle of an Egg McMuffin than an Egg in the middle of a muffin. And we're back. Thank you. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> no.
The band is back together. Uh, Rocco's been working on some stuff for our Christmas stuff. We've got oh, a yeah. new show, uh, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Yes. That's going to be starting in a week. So he's got to do all the new introductions and yeah, what yeah. we call imaging. So Hey, but Rocco's coming on tomorrow to do Cover Story. Yes, quick. Uh, which is going to be great. Shout out to Dawn for Hour 1, Producer Mike, Hour 2 and 3, Cobra in next. Bye now!